here we are, episode four of The Messy Corner. It's been a while. I've taken a minute um, not to actually do a podcast. I've been in my head, I think, for the past week about things. I've also been finally getting my house unpacked. For those of you that recently moved, I think you can relate to that. Um, And making a house a home. And I really enjoyed finally settling in. I have moved, I'd have to count, (laughs) I mean, easily 10 times in the past 10 years. Um, States, houses, I have purchased homes, sold homes, um, rented for a short stint because I really believe in investing in real estate and making sure that you're building a nest egg for yourself. I have made mistakes in the market. I have won in the market and I've lost in the market. Um, But it feels good to finally be in a place where I feel like I can really, really make a home. I sure hope so because my bulldog and my Pomeranian have both decided that this is, this is it. They're done. And I don't blame them. I think I'm done too. (laughs) Um, You know, I've been talking a lot about my diagnosis and how I have gotten to this point of where I am today. Um, You know, September 28th was my five years of being diagnosed. And just to really look back and see where I've come from and where I am today, you know, I want to talk a little bit about you know, the roller coaster of, of life, um, discussed a little bit about kind of that roller coaster that I was on when I was first diagnosed. And I think that what I don't want to portray is that it gets any easier, (laughs) gets any harder. I think that life is just life sometimes. And you can get to a point where you're like, I'm on top and, and in a flicker, it can just, you can just fall off of that bridge and go straight into the water or or fall down and feel like you can't get up. I have definitely been there as of recent. You know, I was talking about how I built my career and how I wanted to be a director by the time I thir- turned 35 and I did it when I turned 30, got diagnosed a month later and I felt like my entire world was turned upside down. Um, Little did I know that wouldn't be the end of it. And I think that it's important to talk about that life is about the ebbs and the flows and about, you know, the, the trials and tribulations and, you know, where you've come from, where you're going. I have been doing a lot of soul searching. I used to write in a journal and I think I need to start that again. (laughs) Um, I would go back and read entries when I was feeling at my worst and and think to myself, okay, I felt pretty bad then too. And life got better <laughs> and it would help me really jump out of it and, and really kind of course correct and figure out what is my next step? Where am I going? And what do I want to do? And I've always been that person that's like, I can fight this. I can, I can get out of my own head. I can do what I need to do and I can get where I need to go. And, you know, in your 35th year, it can, it gets a little harder, I think. Um, 
you feel like you should be in this place that you've worked the past 35 years to get to. And you peaked. <laughs> you have really peaked and you're moving at the pace that you feel like you should be. And you've had some of these things in your life that have been really hard, like an, a multiple sclerosis diagnosis. And you've come out on top. And just when you think that you are coasting, boom, life hits you like a ton of bricks. And this past year, especially what I I know that it's been that way for a lot of people. I know that a lot of people have lost their jobs and a lot of people have really faced the hard time about, you know, not knowing what's next and where they're going to go and, and how they're going to claw themselves out of it. Um, and I know that it's not just this year. I know that a lot of people have experienced that. My industry that I got into, um, crashed and burned (laughs) this past year. You know, in my head, I was always thinking to myself, this can't last. Something is going to break. The industry that I've gotten myself into and, and the companies that I've worked for and how they were competing against each other, I just, in my head, was like, I'm so glad I'm here. I've learned so much, but this cannot sustain. Yet I stuck with it. And I thought to myself, it's it's a long time away. It's a long time coming. And then the world, as it generally does, takes a turn. And all of a sudden, the layoffs start happening. I saw 20 people here, 50 to 75. Then it went to 200, 1,000, and I felt very safe in my corner. Like, I understand where I am and the company that I'm working for. And then it got to a point where I was faced with it head on. I knew in my heart that the way that we were conducting business, it was not going to last for me personally. And I knew that at some point the, the game would be, would be lost for me. And sure enough, I think it was in a couple weeks of recognizing that I was laid off myself. And that is a hard pill to swallow. Um, it is the first time I had been jobless since I was 15 years old. Um, I've always been that worker that I'm going to strive for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I'm going to spend my life building that career. I'm not going to be the one to sit back and wait for a husband and wait to have babies. And, and then all of a sudden you, you get this thing and it felt like I was right back in that seat when I was diagnosed. Like, how can I get out of this? What am I going to do? And I was looking at all of the LinkedIn posts, I think, like everyone else was, Facebook page, um, Facebook page, your friends, your family, like, you know, a lot of people were going through this. And I'm not special by any means. And yet I am one of them. And I I want to be the one to to just get a job out of this and and get the same job and be running things, be that, 
you know, that boss that <laughs> I always wanted to be. And one week went by, two weeks went by, three, etc. And nothing. I had even been interviewing for jobs and had not been selected or hadn't heard back. And this is my industry, right? This is this is what I do for a living. I give people jobs. And I thought to myself, how am I not getting one? I've done videos. I have done resume changing. I have shortened it. I have lengthened it. I have geared it towards, you know, the job that I'm trying to get and nothing. And you hear people talking about that and you're like, okay, but how real is that? Let me tell you, it is real. <laughs> and I'm in that industry again, like I'm the one that had given people jobs. It was what I loved to do, just, you know, helping people and and seeing them thrive and being a leader in that space. I, you know, wanted to help people grow. I gave them advice. I wanted to write a book one day about it. And all of a sudden my world came crashing down and I didn't know what to do. You know, my family, I, I come from a, a family of small business owners and I saw them work so hard. And I, I like to think that's where I got my work ethic. I, you know, did homework on a bucket in the back of a shop while it was being built. I watched my parents talk shop literally <laughs> over dinner. I heard the highs, the lows, the ends, the outs, the everything about building a business. And I thought, I can do that. I'm not heading in the direction that I want to go. So why not build something for myself? And so that's where I went. I, my head went to, I'm going to build this business and it's going to be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you start to look around at what do people need? What do people buy? What is the world wanting right now? Um, what could I do for myself too? You know, it's, it's not always easy. I was working long hours. You know, I was fortunate enough to be working remotely at the time, which is hard. You know, I really felt like sometimes I wanted to be in an office and meet people and shake hands and be around them again. Um, but I was fortunate to remote, you know, work remotely because, you know, with MS, you never know what type of day you're going to have. But at the same time, I was, I was seeking, you know, the, the camaraderie, the people, you know, traveling for work was my favorite things to do because I got to see people again. Um, when COVID hit, you know, everything kind of shut down and it was really hard for me. Um, but at the same time, you know, building this business, I'm like, I can do this. I can get out there. I can sell. I can, I can, I can build it. And once again, I kept hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Um, have you ever felt like you are making all the right decisions and somehow life is like, boom, stop sign? <laughs> um, you're trying to create something for yourself and you're like, why does, why do I keep getting a dead end? Why do I keep getting that stop sign that says, whoa, this isn't working either? I have always been in my life one to believe that everything happens for a reason. I have it tattooed on myself. <laughs> 
you know, after my my father passed away when I was 17 and seeing how my family went through that, there was always that, like, you never know what could have happened. You know, he died instantly. He could have been sick. He could have been, he could have suffered. And none of that happened. Be, you know, be thankful. Everything happens for a reason. So every time something has happened in my life, I've been a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and on to the next. And, you know, let go and let God handle it. You've got, you know, he's got this. You've, you've got to just keep trekking forward. So after my diagnosis, that's exactly what I did. And you instantly feel like you're on the correct path. And with every recent thing that has happened, I've said those words, like everything happens for a reason. There's a reason why you are not going to get the job that you had before. Sarah, it's time to just let go and let you go on this path. Maybe you need to chill out for a while. (laughs) Maybe you need to figure like where you're heading. And, you know, that's really hard for me (laughs) because I'm not one to just be like, okay, sure, let's just let it happen. But I've done it before and it's worked. So I did it again. And I thought to myself, okay, there's a reason why you're not heading down this path. Let's, let's, let's build your business. Let's, let's, you know, be your own boss. And at 36 years old, let's figure this out so that you can build a future for you and your family. And so now I'm at this crossroads again because I feel like I have worked extra hard, but to not even have vulnerable moment, one cell, (laughs) you start to think, okay, maybe this isn't the path I'm supposed to be on either. And I think that many will say, well, you haven't given it enough time. Keep working at it. Keep going. Keep figuring it out. And, And I understand that. But there is also like this innate thing in you that says like something's not right here. So what do I do next? Um, where do I go from here? And how do I jump out of this boat that's not moving anymore and swim to shore so that I can get back on land, on a road, and to my destination that I'm supposed to be at. That's where I'm at right now. And I think that, you know, in one moment I'm okay with it, the next I'm not. I've had been a world of emotions lately, and I keep thinking to myself, you know, I've had three and a half years of good life with my multiple sclerosis, like, please, you know, let me stay on that track. I don't know how (laughs) I haven't had a relapse, to be completely honest. (laughs) I think a lot of people, you know, that I've been on groups with and seen, you know, and have, you know, had those unfortunate relapses. I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's my blessing. That's what I need to be thanking God for is that I'm in this place where I can still do these things and still figure it out and try to make life, you know, good for me. 
you know, I keep thinking back to, you know, 2018. I was living my best life. I was, you know, women, we struggle with our weight all the time. I was in, I was the weight that I wanted to be in. I was where I wanted to be at in life. I was living where I wanted to live. I was thriving. And then I get this diagnosis. And as I mentioned before, you know, you pack on the pounds. You feel like you want to eat everything. You feel like you're going through depression, happiness, anxiety, (laughs) and trying to figure out, you know, where do I go in this life? And, And then here I am. And I feel like I'm back there again. I know I can get out of this. And, you know, for those that are going through the same thing, I think you have to take those moments to go on that walk, get outside. I understand there's a winter storm coming this week, but hopefully the weather will hold. (laughs) Or go to your favorite spot in your house, pull your favorite book, turn on your favorite show, and... If you have to, fake it till you make it. Like, turn on that smile and fake it till you make it. Laugh at the shows. I've, I've recently just apparently discovered The Office. I, I know the show. <laughs> but I just, I don't know why it's taken this long, but apparently it's just clicked for me. And I'm loving it. I'm on season two. Um, so for The Office lovers, <laughs> watch The Office. Like, get that laugh. I mean, it's incredibly ridiculous, somewhat offensive, but funny as hell. And that's my, that's my fun for the night is turning that show on and remembering how to laugh. So find, find that space for you. I don't have it all figured out, but I know that I'll get there. I am lucky enough to be getting a little bit back into my field with an amazing job opportunity that's coming up and It's going to be challenging for sure, but I am excited to meet new people and and kind of learn a different industry. So that's it, is I feel like I'm in the hardest place that I've been in a long time, but I'm still trying to put that smile on my face, and I hope that you can find it too. Uh, Again, I read all of the things on on LinkedIn. Maybe I should take a break from that too. (laughs) But I read all those things on LinkedIn and, and I see all the hardships and the things that people are going through. And if, if you want to talk, if you, heck, I I still do resume reviews. (laughs) I, I still, you know, help people with videos and things like that. So if you want some of that, like reach out to me. Um, again, I'm going to put some of my contact information, um, building a new a website for the podcast. But I hope you do. I, I really want to hear from you. If you're in this space, if you've gotten through it, like if you have MS and you relate to some of these stories, let's chat about it. I want to hear from you, you know, your kind of ebbs and flows of that. So I'm looking forward to it. I know this wasn't you know, the happy, (laughs) happiest podcast session ever, but I do hope that you can relate to it. Again, if you feel like you're treading water, find a life jacket, whatever you have to do to get to the other side. Um, If you feel like your ship is sinking, find something to plug that hole. If you feel like you're on a road that's never ending or a road that has a roadblock, there's always another way. 
around it, through it, over it, whatever you have to do. Thanks for listening. This is The Messy Quarter.